Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Today, we have a very special guest to come here into the studio and help me rank the top five reasons you should be watching Star Wars Rebels. To do that, 
is a Rebels expert, the host of a Rebels after show. I've seen her moderate Rebels panels. It <laughs> is Emma Fife. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. I and love the show. <laughs> absolutely, a friend of the Force Center podcast Indeed. feed. And uh, so, Emma, you uh, host the Rebels after show on After Buzz TV. I do, yes. When did you take that over? Oh, man, uh, I started doing that at the beginning of season two. Okay. Yeah, it was really funny. I, um, so, uh, uh, Dylan Chance, who yeah. used to be the host, uh, had moved away to Colorado. Oh, uh, okay. and I, I adore Dylan and I, I love getting to talk yeah. levels with him at any, any opportunity. Right. Uh, and so they brought me on as another host. I had expressed interest in doing it and they're like, yeah, we totally want you to be on the show. And, uh, like the day before we started, Roxy sent me an email and was like, "Hey, we want you to lead it." I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, oh, sounds okay. great. Sounds really good." Oh, okay. I think Rebels was the first show that, that I did? took on the lead hosting role for. Oh, yeah, good for you. yeah, I missed you by season. Maud Garrett and I came on uh, when uh, Megan, Katie, and Dylan were on. Yeah, we, we talked yeah. in season one. It was good times. Um, so I, I can't think of anyone more perfect to come <laughs> in and talk Star Wars Rebels with me, and. Um, uh, my relationship with Rebels has been documented as, I don't want to say rocky, because I love that it exists. Right, I right. love every episode. Yeah. Um, well, I shouldn't say, well, no, I love that every episode exists. Yes. Uh, I don't expect every episode to be great. Listen, I, I feel like I am pretty unabashed in my love of Rebels, and there are episodes that I'm like, I appreciate that this exists. Right. right. Um, but overall, like I said, I love it. I, yeah. I, I famously, uh, within the Force Center world, don't like them space whales. But they also, <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't like the space whales either. And and the fact that space whales showed up in the uh, Vader comic yeah. as Dr. Uh, uh, Silo's yeah. ship, uh, not my favorite thing. Uh, the puffer pigs, all those things I, I mention over and over and over again. I don't hate the puffer pigs as much as I, the space whales. The puffer pigs just upset me <laughs> because it was in the Lando episode. Yeah. And you had Billy right. and you're back. like, oh, come on, Lando's here. And then it got upstaged it got, by Puffer Pigs. Got Puffer I, that's Pigs. fair. That's fair. That's fair. But <laughs> um, I love the show. I think if you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't dived in yet, uh, you should. You and so really should. To help me uh, convince you and just a list, because that's what we do here in Star Wars, mm-hmm. Rick, Emma and I are going to go through our own top five lists. We'll alternate. Um, some of the things might bleed over into similar kind of mm-hmm. things. We try to coordinate a little bit so we're not double talking here. You guys know how the show's going. Uh, if you've heard before, uh, Emma, I'm going to let you start with your number five. Okay, well, I know Ken and I are going to disagree on this a little bit. A little but, bit. <laughs> uh, but I'd say my number five reason is the droids. The droids. Uh, yes. Because, Overall? Well, listen, because I, like, I know Ken doesn't love everything that Chopper does. I adore Chopper, um, but okay. it's not just Chopper. It is also the relationship between Chopper and AP5. In AP5 whom, is good. In whom you have the most non-C-3PO and yeah. uh, R2-D2 version of a protocol droid and an astromech droid that has ever been seen. Right. Um, right. So obviously, if you are a fan uh, of Rogue One, which you should be because it was fantastic. I love Rogue uh, One, yeah. K2SO was another great, like, really unique personality droid. Yes. Um, And for the most part, as far as droids go, you know, we've really primarily been living with R2-D2 and C-3PO. I found most of the other droids, I mean, you know, most of the droids we saw in Clone Wars were just the battle droids. You know what I mean? Like, there weren't too many that were, like, distinctive droids with unique personalities that I cared about. Right. 
And you got you got R two showing up. Yeah. And you got different variations mm-hmm. of three PO. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. It um, did introduce that new character. Right. And so for me, this is the first time that droids have really been truly a new and incredibly unique character. Uh, Chopper. Oh my God! Somebody tweeted me something hilarious about Chopper and like all of the people he's killed or tried to kill. Um, he has the highest body count of anyone on the show. Like he just like this heartless, murderous little astromech droid who's just angry all the time. And I love him. I really do. So here's where, on Chopper specifically. <laughs> yes. And it was Maud Garrett who coined the term <laughs> Chopper the Fartbot. Um, <laughs> um, there's some things that, yeah, I, I he's, he's, he's not kid friendly, but at Mm-mm. first glance when the show started, he's got these arms, he's got a wheel, he's making little like, he's kind of sassy. R2, look, R2-D2 was a jerk. Mm-hmm. I love R2, but R2-D2 mm-hmm. was a jerk. Oh, he was totally a jerk. Yeah, so Chopper's got, Chopper has grown on me. Mm-hmm. I okay. do want okay. this known. Okay. Scrimshaw and I both feel that Chopper has grown. We like the episode with uh, Chopper's very big bad day uh, mm-hmm. when he goes trying to get that leg that yeah. he wanted. <laughs> oh. I'm a fan of that episode. So Chopper's a win, and the fact that Chopper's in Rogue One mm-hmm. yep. is cool to yeah. me. Okay. I can okay. get on board. Okay. And AP5... Uh, so great. I do like AP5. And the I episode with Zeb and 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 uh, AP5 and Chopper. AP5 and Chopper was 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 so good. Was uh I don't call it a filler episode. It was a no, good No, it wasn't g- a filler. No, and actually I said this on the Rebels after show right. where I was like, "Okay, I love all three of the characters that this episode is going to center around, but mm-hmm. I went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be a filler episode, and it so wasn't. And I was delighted. Um and I love I love AP5. So much because I, mm. number one, I adore um, Stephen Stanton's performance of AP Five, which mean, is so reminiscent of Alan Rickman. And, Rickman and, oh and, and Marvin the Paranoid Android. Yes, I'm, I'm oh my big, god, he went full Marvin the Martian. It I'm was a, so great. I'm a big uh, Hitchhiker's fan, Douglas Adams fan, yes. of course. Um, but Stephen Stanton is. Uh, we, we follow each other on Twitter now. It's mm. one of my great honors because he, of yeah. course, is Abaratus. Yes, my favorite character in Rogue One. Yeah, no, he uh, and he's um, voicing. Um, uh, Obi Wan mm-hmm. uh, as uh, old, Alec, as Alec Guinness Obi Wan yeah, uh, this season, mm-hmm. uh, and he is Grand Moff Tarkin as well. Um, oh, I did Rebels. not know that. Yeah. I did not yeah, know that. He, he's super rad. Stanton's uh, great. Yeah, he's like the it guy for Star Wars right now. Um, but anyway, uh, and and I love that AP Five uh, has such a high opinion of himself. <laughs> right, right. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. Whereas C three PO is unsure of his right exactly skills. exactly AP5's like. I no, I got about. this. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And he's so just like morose and I just I I adore him. I, I mean, this is the thing is like and I I I love Chopper, but like it was so beautiful to see this protocol droid who is just the complete opposite of C3PO. Right. So your answer again, I'm focusing on Chopper because yeah. I know Chopper more than any of the droids in this show, but then mm-hmm. he's the prime time yeah. droid. But yeah, I get your answer. Yeah. Number five, there's a lot of cool different yeah. droids yeah. in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Uh my number five is some damn good space fighting. Very true. Now, it's very important to Star Wars that you have good space fights. It is very important. It was established in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, Return of the Jedi is mm-hmm. still some of the best space fighting. Uh, Revenge of the Sith starts with some, some to me, some great space fighting. I love the yeah. Battle of, over Coruscant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rogue One. 
even if you're like, uh, the first and second act's not my favorite or you have problems, everyone says, but that third act with the space fight, Damn that good. was awesome. So good. It's very, very key. Yeah. Clone Wars had some good stuff. Clone Wars, I think, overall, because yeah. we've seen the whole run of the series, might be at this point still my favorite. But Rebels, mm-hmm. to me, does a better job with the... Mm-hmm. It's got a theatrical look and feel to it. I think it does a better job with the, like, action... Overall, right. you yes. know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I love Clone Wars. I really do. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I think with Clone Wars, the thing is, it's like not every story arc is a winner. Right. Uh, but overall, there's some really, really good stuff in there. Yeah. Like that just enriches the Star Wars universe in such an amazing way. Big way. Um, but yeah, but I agree with you that the space battles in... There's stuff, there's so stuff that just looks like I said it's theatrical, it's exciting, mm-hmm. it's well shot and directed, which is very key to animated mm-hmm. shows. It you, totally is. You don't think of direction being key because it's animated, but mm-hmm. they do have directors and it's important. And I I think there's some great things. Uh, the use of Tie Fighters mm-hmm. and ships. Uh, I think the Ghost is a great addition yeah. to the Star Wars universe, and it plays very well on screen in Rebels. And even if there's some episodes, Puffer Pigs or Space Whales. <laughs> There's some things where I'm looking at the ships and the battles and the, and the mm-hmm. Imperial cruisers. And it might be because it's things I'm more familiar with, the yeah. old, old school yeah. Star Wars stuff. Um, but it looks so yeah. good. And I think you can get involved I and invested in that. I think they did a really good job uh, in that episode where it was uh, Commander Sato's nephew. Yes. Who had his old ship, um, yep. uh, Sato's hammer. And he was with like the other like sort of... <laughs> Outskirt. They they were like their own little yeah, rebel little faction yeah, under themselves. But I I loved in that when like because they first show up and they're like yeah we're gonna take down this star destroyer and Sabine's like yeah that's not a star destroyer well, yeah yeah and that was uh, with the, uh, the 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 ship there the number ex- escapes me yeah. but it's uh, Dash Rendar's yeah, ship yeah, yeah, essentially yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a great episode it was yeah. good a lot of good stuff so that is my number five some damn good space fighting if you yeah. like spi- fighting in space as a Star Wars fan should Rebels has it number four for you Emma. I am going to say uh, the character of Darth Maul. Uh, So Darth Maul, uh, if you have not watched uh, Clone Wars or Rebels, uh, you might think he's dead. He's not. Um, (laughs) uh, In Clone Wars, he, uh, I mean, fantastic character. I don't think anybody disagreed with him coming back in Clone Wars. Um, Uh, You know what? Here's the thing. On paper, I was like, no, no way. Yeah. Come on. Oh, okay. And then when they brought him back, you're like, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of into this. Mm-hmm. He had those weird spider legs yeah. for a little while. Yeah, um, fine. But uh, he, so obviously, like, he got killed off real early in the prequels, mm-hmm. and he kind of unceremoniously vanished uh, in Clone Wars because Clone Wars did not continue for as long right. as they would have liked. Right. Uh, now, they do cover the storylines that they had planned for him in the Darth Maul comics. Yep. Uh, but he then returns in Rebels. And is just like the best, like insane old evil uncle that ever lived. <laughs> His influence on Ezra is interesting. It's, it's so an, interesting. It's intriguing. He's not really Darth anymore. He's Maul. He's just Maul. Yeah. Um, and there's something to him because he's he doesn't really like the Emperor and the Empire. No, he doesn't. That's the thing is that, that that's why to me like he's such a great character because he still definitely seems pretty evil, but he's absolutely on his own side and trying to figure out, like, what he wants. And ultimately, I think part of that is just 
a family. And that's yeah. kind of his attraction to Ezra, who that's also kind of his number one want. Right. So, yeah, I just, I love the way that they're handling the character of Maul. Um, we get to see him sort of, so far we've seen him semi-confront some stuff from his past. Right. With the stuff with the Night Sisters. Well, um, and, that, and that stuff is, is some of my favorite things in Rebels that yes. they've done. They brought back the ghosts of the Night Sisters, mm-hmm, essentially, mm-hmm. And, and the Darksaber and all that cool yes. stuff, which, you know, Maul, uh, by the end of Clone Wars, had, had taken over the Mandalorians mm-hmm. and, and uh, the Death Watch. And, uh, yeah, it's it's some... Development to Maul that I didn't think I wanted. Yeah. Even going back to Clone Wars, but especially mm-hmm. in Rebels, he's not just this evil dude. No, he's not. He's got yeah, some he's a points. Very, he's a very interesting... I mean, and a lot of that credit goes to Clone Wars, who created this interesting backstory for him, though right. it's interesting because he was not necessarily aware of, like, the fact that his mother, <laughs> like, uh, gave him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but it, it's really cool to see, like, where he's gotten to at the time that he is in Rebels. And he is obsessed with Kenobi, and it looks like we're going to yes. get a little bit of a face-off, a rematch. I so I'm going to put you on the spot, Emma. Yeah. Do you think Maul survives this season? Uh, no. No? I don't. I don't either. I think Maul goes. I know. Uh, you know, we know Obi-Wan doesn't go, thing. but... Uh, yeah, here's the thing about it. Um, I think that Darth Maul is an incredibly... Uh, is a far more complex character than anybody would have ever thought he would be upon yes. him being introduced in Phantom Absolutely. Menace. Um, and I think it's going to be a very sad death. It could be like, and I suffer slightly, slightly. I say slightly mm-hmm. from a little bit of mall overload, mm-hmm. where there's a new comic series coming out, and yeah. I'm like, I don't need it. Uh, yeah. I don't feel I need it. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I'm one of those people that I like mall. I, I have mall uh, mm-hmm. stuff uh, hanging on yeah. my wall. There's a black series mall up there hanging yeah. there now. Great character design. One of the best things of yes, the prequels. Super cool character um, design. Totally get it. Per- Peter Serafinovich does a great job in the mm-hmm. two seconds he has mm-hmm. to say, "Alas, we feel ourselves at the Jedi." Mm-hmm. Alas. We'll have a revenge. Yeah. That's all I thought yeah. I needed. Yeah. Clone Wars brings him back. Cool stuff. But Rebels has done an even better yeah. job with it. Yeah. I, and uh, and Sam is great. Whitworth's great. Yeah, he's so Even good. though <laughs> he defeated me allegedly at Star Allegedly. Wars <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> even though. Gonna get allegedly. My I know. That's what John Campbell said, At last I will too. have my revenge, Whitworth. <laughs> all right. My number four. Uh, yours is Maul. My number four is the Empire as an organization. Oh. Good and bad. Fully functioning. You see the wide reach of the Empire. Yeah. Now, in New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, you could say they're uh, a fully functional unit, of course. Sure. But I think that it's very concentrated, it's concentrated. on directly the events that are going on yes. in those films. And it's also essentially the fall of yeah. the Empire. Yeah. We're seeing them kind of lose their grip. They lose Sa- two, yeah, two sure. Death Stars. Yeah. They lose the, they can't get the Rebel plans. They can't get Skywalker. They can't get any of this stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of fallen. And you're right. We forget that uh, the galaxy is bigger than just Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Luke Skywalker. It is, yeah. And so in Rebels, um, and, and Rogue One did a great job too, but yes. Rogue One is them starting to slip on the banana peel mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in a good, I mean, in a good way, but... Um, yeah. You have this 19-year gap, and the, the, the Republic turns to the Empire overnight. Yep. They have a lot of equipment on back order. They suddenly put it in, and it's a quick transition, because I still wonder if Lucas realized when he had a 19-year-old Luke and Leia that, <laughs> oh, the Clone Wars, only 20 years ago. We don't remember it. Um, there was yeah. a weird, tr- hard, hard transition, but Rebels helps... 
helps me see what the Empire was. The 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 occupation yeah. on Lothal, especially in season one. Oh, you see, totally. You see what no, it's I like. Mean, you in this world, you feel like the rebels are struggling. Right. That the Empire has control. Yeah. The Tarkin doctrine is in full effect. There is, there's Tarkin Town is another thing. <laughs> there. And, and so you see uh, the organization at, it, at its strongest. Yeah. It's starting to lose it. It doesn't know it's losing it, but it's, it's a fully functional <laughs> yeah. empire. It definitely doesn't know it's losing it this no, season. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and I love just seeing that. I love seeing some of the things they've introduced uh, to the Empire yes. and some new characters, some new leadership. Governor oh, Price comes gosh, to mind. She's great. Um, and, uh, and all those kind of things. So that's yeah. my number four. The Empire is a fully functional organization. Yep. Emily, what is your number three? My number three is uh, damn good melee battles. Melee battles. Yeah, so they, I like the damn good space yeah. fights. You like the damn good melee. I do. Be they lightsabers or otherwise. Yeah. Uh, actually, that episode we mentioned before uh, with Zeb and the droids basically being left in charge of Chopper Base right. had a really good fight with, yes. with the, uh, um, uh, uh, the, the droid, the, the, the Imperial in, in, droid. Infiltrator the Infiltrator droid, yeah. droid exactly. Uh, God, that fight was great, and there was not a lightsaber in it. It wasn't a lightsaber in it. Here's what I'll say about that fight. And, and I went on the Collider Rebels show and kind of said, hey, you know, we all kind of said, hey, this is an episode that's a placeholder. Yeah. We're not using the filler word, blah, no. blah, blah. Um, but what I did say on there, and I'll echo here, is there that was... One of the more violent and aggressive yeah. fights on Rebels. Super aggressive. You could get away with it because one of the parties was a droid. Yep. But yep. it was it was serious. Well, and the, I mean the fight, all all of the fights, the lightsaber fights in the uh, season two finale. Great. Stuff. Oh my god. Great. So stuff. good. Like I don't want to spoil anything, but right. There are some gruesome deaths that happened <laughs> yeah. in that last episode of season two, where it's like, whoa. This What's is a kid happening? show? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, it gets pretty serious. The lightsaber stuff is, yeah. uh, is good. You could. It's hard to tell a Star Wars story without a lightsaber. Yeah. Rogue One almost did. Yeah, um, almost. But uh, fortunately, Vader was there. But yep. um, uh, it makes sense. Uh, Ezra learning, and there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with, the, with even Sabine mm-hmm. getting trained now. Yeah. Um, where I like Kanan explaining what it's like to control a lightsaber yeah. in a fight. Yeah, with the dark saber. There's some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, There's some neat. good yeah. stuff there. Yeah, and I and also I think that you know again like the not lightsaber fights are so impressive mm-hmm. as well. Um, like the episode where uh, Sabine and Hera go down to that planet where all the like uh, like evil sort of monster. I, yeah, I, yeah. I sort yeah. of they're sort of like slightly feline monsters right, right, like right, come right. out at night and like come yes. attack that like that's, that's a good so episode. good it's number one it's a great episode but like the fight scenes are so good even without lightsabers and it's really nice to see those fights because again it's like if you look at rogue one did a fantastic job of it because yeah. suddenly you're kind of taking lightsabers out of the picture and there are so so many really compelling characters in this show that are not jedi right Absolutely, because it technically is a Jedi-less universe. <laughs> technically. Even, I mean, well, yeah. I guess technically uh, not, because Kanan and Ezra are there. Right, but, right. But in this overall sense, like, they're not supposed yeah, to be there. totally. And you're telling the stories without yeah. it. So that's very good. Some good fighting mm-hmm. in space and on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three 
is the show's ties to the Clone Wars. Yes. The EU and the what Scrimshaw <laughs> and I refer to as the Dave Filoni retcon. <laughs> um, there's so many great things that uh, yes. they have done here. Um, <clears throat> I love the prequel era and the prequel mm-hmm. storytelling. Mm-hmm. So some of my favorite stuff is not just, not that just that Rex is back. I love that Rex is back. I do love that Rex it's is great. back. It's great. And the episodes are all the one yeah. where he goes and kind of finishes the, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Oh my God, it was so good. Great stuff. But I like that, you know, like the new Phantom, which is the ship inside the ghost, is an old uh, Clone Wars yeah. era ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Battle Droids ever showing up. And uh, of course, Soccer Rara, which is a tie to season yes. five. Yes. I love that stuff, and it makes sense, and and it, and it fits in in a good way. They're doing it does. Such I, good I job. think, um, and this is something I've talked about on the Rebels after show as well. That I think Rebels does a really good job of intelligently incorporating Clone Wars in a way that it's like, if you are a Clone Wars fan, then it just adds so much. But if you're not a Clone Wars fan, you're not like, I don't care about... Captain Rex. How right. could you not care about Captain Rex? Like, right. Well, but yeah, but they do a good job that you're like, if it's a new character yeah. to you, you're like, oh, cool. I like yeah, this, this guy. guy's cool. Yeah, Old like crusty and, fighter. I yeah, get it. Um, yeah. Hondo Anaka, you know. Hondo. I, I, yeah, the Hondo switch has been weird to me because it, I like it. I totally I like do. it. I do. Yeah, I'm into it. But like, it's I, still I kind of said, funny. I actually said on the Rebels after show that I'm like, I feel like if they were to bring in a character from Clone Wars or Rebels, like to the films, that it's like, they're not. They don't have that much of an impact. Like Hondo Onaka is the ideal character. Right. Yeah, Hondo could work. Yeah. And, yeah, and I like the switch. It's sometimes sometimes <laughs> the Hondo jokes now he's because you forget in Clone Wars he was a bad guy. He was a bad guy he in was Clone a Wars. Very oh bad yeah, he guy. was totally a bad guy in Clone Wars. And Hondo, it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like De Niro going from that serious actor you were kind of afraid of to meet the parents. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yep, Hondo's yep, doing that. Yep. But I like all the ties to that. I like the ties to the EU. Um, and you know, you saw in Rogue One. The Hammerhead Corvettes, which was a tie to Rebels, which was also a tie to the 1993 like role playing card game totally, thing. That totally, totally, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things I mentioned before is like early on is the stormtroopers or the the Empire has mm-hmm. those uh, troop transports, yeah, uh, which is one of the worst Star Wars toys ever from the 1970s. This generic plastic thing that carried your figures figures yeah, around. Yeah. And that Filoni and team back then were like, let's put mm-hmm. that back in and make it real. I love that kind of stuff. These are these are people, as much as sometimes you can say the new Star Wars, both movies and the TV shows and comics are, are you know, people in conference rooms doing it. Mm-hmm. The people in those conference rooms, if you carry that yeah. joke out, love They're Star Wars. Star Wars fans, yeah. They grew up with this stuff, and so I love seeing that kind of stuff. And then the yeah. retconning. Uh, Thrawn being the biz- biggest example. Oh my god! Of like of Thrawn amazing, coming back. amazing. Different time, different era sure, than what totally we're used to. Totally different. Um, different use, but it's still but the Thrawn that character. we know. Yeah, same character. And it, and it gives you hope that say they're say they'll bring back Mara Jade or in some kind of form or another. I don't know if they will or not. I know, but I but I, I have she's faith. Gone forever, I think but. she's gone forever. But I have faith that they could do it in the right. I kind loved of way. playing as her in Masters of Terracotta. Yeah. <laughs> You know who I think might come back before Mara Jade because she's so big and you have yeah, to do yeah, it the yeah. right way is Talon Card. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you could throw him in. He's a he's a smuggler. He's kind sure, of that type of guy, absolutely. underworld type of guy. He could show up. In and because you could put him anywhere. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you when do you th- do you think Cad Bane is at any point ever going to really get involved oh, in Rebels? God, I don't know. Um, maybe because I mean you know Thrawn gives us hope for anybody. Thrawn gives us hope for anybody. He was a pretty major villain, and Sabine clearly has something to do with Cad. She Bane. does. She, she knows. clearly does. She knows. So that is uh, my well, number. Three. I hope so. I really oh, do. So I really it could do. Work. Yeah. Uh, that is my number three. Well, especially because you know there are so many ties with like what went down on Mandalore right. and how did we get the dark saber? And we're and, just oh. lear- we're learning a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About the Mandalore. <laughs> There. Uh, so that was my number three. What is your number two? Uh, my number two uh, is the art influence of Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, that's a that's great. Um, that is a great number. Two. Yeah. So I know that there were some people who were a little off put uh, by the appearance of uh, like the lightsabers and things in mm-hmm. the early days of Rebels. Yeah. But if you look at some of that early artwork, that's what they they got that weird little like fencing tip on them. Well, and, and the biggest example is uh, Zeb, is, of is course. Zeb, yeah. but also to me is Vader. Oh my God! Yeah. Because it's a it's a different version of Vader, it without is. a doubt. It is. And and I have had many conversations with people about how. How Rebels, which is an animated show, managed to make Vader so terrifying. Um, everything in Rogue One, the the Star Wars story, motion mm-hmm, picture, mm-hmm. Vader on screen, it was like, oh, that's like the Vader in Rebels. Yeah. Which is a high yeah. compliment. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was terrified of, um, yeah, when Vader showed up in Rebels, I was like, okay, this is an animated version of a character I thought was kind of scary when I was a kid, and I'm, right. like, legitimately terrified. Because when, when it was announced, it obviously makes sense within story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it would be weird if Vader or Tarkin didn't mm-hmm. show up at Correct. any point. of course. Uh, he showed up in the first episode in that extra bonus yes. footage yes. and everything. Like, would be talking to the Grand Inquisitor, and that's yeah. great. Um, but, you know, if you're, if, if you're going to say that Vader's going to show up in any kind of capacity, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be dubious. I'd yeah. be like, no. And then, oh, hey, James Earl Jones is going to do the voice. Okay. Okay, now but I'm a little still, more on board, but yeah. That stuff in the end of season two is some of the best Vader it's stuff It's amazing. Out there. It really is. And, yeah, I, I love I love the way he looks in Rebels. And, yeah, and I love that—I loved that Rebels was like, let's take this early concept art. Yeah. Instead of, like, coming up with completely new visuals, let's use this as a reference to, like, ground ourselves in this world. Um, And so, obviously, um, you know, Zeb, who is uh, Elisat, that's what— Wookiees were going to look like Yeah, originally. yeah, absolutely. And, and going back to that episode we were talking about, and we talked about it on our show, I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys talked about it on your show, yeah. is you have Zeb fighting the infiltrator jo- droid, yeah. so it's, it's original Chewbacca versus like original 3 p It's so great. It was awesome. It's so amazing. Yeah. A lot of the ships and a lot of the worlds. Yes, the ships, holy yeah. moly. Yeah, there are so many ships that you see in Rebels that are like yeah. in that early concept art. Yeah. Like even that um, that Clone Wars ship that's like the new... Uh, um, uh, Phantom yeah. is like that's in some of the early concept artwork. It is, it is. And and if you know the Star Wars story, you know the creation of Star Wars, you you know that Ralph McQuarrie, the late Ralph McQuarrie, is is as responsible for getting that movie made almost mm-hmm. as, as, as say Alan Ladd Jr. or 20th Century Fox or, or, or Lucas himself. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Lucas was trying to sell a story no one could imagine and it was McCory's art that got that stuff, yeah. it got that vision put Amazing. out to the people and, yeah. and I, I absolutely agree with you. It is great to see some stuff still go. When the yeah. infiltrator droid shows up I know! You're like, oh that's awesome. It's so rad. That's 3PO. Yeah. That's, 3PO. Yep. that's a great number two. My number two 
is the growth of the rebellion. Mm -hmm. So this is Star Wars Rebels, the conceit being that here is the rebels before the fall of the Empire and how they grow. There's a lot of different thoughts as a Star Wars fan as to how uh, the Empire or how the rebellion grew. Mm -hmm. And here is now the canon answer. Mm -hmm. And what I like is that we learn that there's these cells. There's these different cells. And I liked how, how it unfolds. And early on, I, I admit I was stupid. It was like, why am I following this group around? What this These can't be the people that started the rebellion. Uh, young fool, I was. <laughs> um, uh, you, you meet up with these other uh, fulcrum and... and uh, on the look, spoiler alert! If you have, if you're listening, you haven't watched Rebels. I I can't imagine it. But right. so let's give the mild the, the spoiler alert just to, just to be mm-hmm. cautious. But the return of Ahsoka, oh which God. is which could top uh, all of mine because I'm such an Ahsoka fan. Yes. But but her yes. involvement in the rebellion and the growth of the rebellion and then learning that there's these different rebel cells. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it pays off in Rogue One. One it of the does. Oh my God! I love about Rogue in One in such a good way. In Rogue is One. the rebellion has yet to learn to come together. Yep. And if you read the novelization of Rogue One, I don't know if you have you had the chance Catalyst, to read it. So no, 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 oh, Catalyst. Oh. But if you read the novel, I have not read the okay. novelization. I know there's a comic coming out too. Comics coming out too, which I think will probably be close to the novel. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now, Emma. You need to carve some time out in your okay. life to read the novelization. I'm, I'm totally because it to. goes in depth a little bit more. Obviously, because it's a book, it has a chance. It goes in a little more in depth to show you that the rebellion still wasn't on the same page at the events of Rogue One. Yeah. The General Draven didn't quite trust Mon Mothma. Mothma thought Draven was a militaristic kind of uh, bully and and all these kind of things. And you see it play out in Star Wars Rebels. The rebellion is still growing. One of my favorite episodes is when they go still the Y-Wings because I'm Team Y-Wing to the end. That was such a good episode. And at the end of it, they're like, these are going to General uh, Jan Dodonna's cell. Mm Mm-hmm. Which shows you that the rebellion was how it was working and how it was growing. Yep. And I uh, kicked myself for early on going, these aren't my rebels. Yeah. I was a stupid fool. The I growth know. of the rebellion is, is is happening before I, uh This is uh, sort of spoiler-ish territory, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I saw Rogue One in the theater, I... Like wanted to stand up and applaud when I heard them call General Sindula. Oh my god! I was like, yes, General Sindula. And of course, like yeah. Vanessa Marshall's voice is like in all yes. of the the space battles. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, so good. so good. So good. So that is my number two growth ruling. So I'm going to go with my number mm-hmm. one because okay. I, w- I want you to finish okay. with your number one. Uh, my number one is the path of Kanan, the growth, yeah. the development of Kanan Jarrus, formerly Caleb Doom. Doom. Um, if it, I was not a huge fan of the book New Dawn. Um, mm-hmm. It was the first one out of the shoot. Tough, tough thing to yeah. be the first one out. I... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, 
Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Liked the Kanan and Hera stuff. But that is what I'm starting <laughs> with. The Kanan stuff in New Dawn was spectacular. Yeah. It painted this guy running from who he was, drinking, sleeping around, kind of a Jedi. Uh, he was never he, a Jedi, <laughs> on the, <laughs> Jedi on the edge, but he never really became a Jedi. No, he didn't. And that was part of it. Yeah. The Kanan comic is great. The Kanan comic is Can't so Can't recommend that enough. It is the some of the best work in the new Marvel line of Star Wars comics that began in 2014. But you see in Rebels, and you just see in even this season more than anything, the, he's blind and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But him trying to train Sabine and him going to the next level as a mentor. Yeah. And this is a guy who, 
literally had to run away from being a Jedi and figuratively has been running away his whole life. Yeah. Embraces again in season one and his growth in training someone who might be more powerful than him. Uh, is, Ezra, is Ezra Snoke? I don't think so. No, we'll I don't know. either. But, but Ezra is <laughs> pretty powerful and has he some is. dark tinges to mm-hmm. him. To see Kanan go from this guy on the run, totally just forgetting the the, the path that he was on as a, as a Padawan into Jedi and kind of embrace it and, and be this leader. Um, it's been fun and great to watch. Yeah, I, I adore Kanan as a character, and I, I completely agree with you that, like, I just love seeing all the, like, shit that they throw at him, basically, because as you say, it's like he was completely, like, trying to avoid what mm-hmm. he was, and yeah. then even in embracing it, like, he's had to face so many, like, hardships and bumps in the road, but it's so, it's so neat to see him, like, come into his own as right. as kind of a Jedi master, you know yeah. what I mean? and he's kind of got to, you know, get there himself, train himself, yeah. and it's, it's circumstances that is getting him to yeah. this level, uh, as opposed to just learning from yes. someone yeah. above him, and that's yeah. what's been very fun to watch. Yeah. Freddie Burns Jr. does a spectacular he job. He really does. Uh, even though he used nefarious means to defeat me at Star Wars <laughs> Trivia. Um, no, he does a great job, <laughs> and uh, and I love the development of the character, yeah. and we'll see where he goes from there, yep. or, or how he ends up. We I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so that is uh, my number one uh, on my list to, uh, to, to recap some space fighting, the Empire's organization, ties to the Clone Wars EU, the growth of the Rebellion, uh, Path of Kanan, you like the droids, Maul is a character, the melee fights, the Ralph McQuarrie design, but Emma, your number one reason why everyone out there should be watching Star Wars Rebels is... The women! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the female characters on the show are so amazing! Right. Um, so, Star Wars historically has always had incredibly strong, complex, interesting female characters, mm-hmm. and God, Rebels is just no exception. I mean, we had a lot in Clone Wars, but the very well, nature of Clone Wars... But I'll say it's an exception. I think it's to a next level. Yeah, well, I totally yeah. agree. Which it I know is it's why it's level. your number one, but it, it is... It is. It's totally taking More than it to anything before it. So what I'm saying is that, you know, like, ev- all the Star Wars... Um, everything in the Star Wars universe has had very wonderful depictions of female characters, and there were a lot of really great female characters in Clone Wars, of course. Yeah. However, the very nature of the way Clone Wars was being very much like, okay, these three episodes are a story, and then these two episodes are a story, and then these four episodes are a story. It was very like the old Doctor Who serials. Gotcha. So you weren't necessarily spending as much time with those characters as you do with the characters in uh, in. Uh, in Rebels, Rebels, which is much more following the story of one group of Rebels and everyone who is influencing them from the outside. And I say that because not only are, like, the female protagonists so great, but, like, the female villains are awesome right. in this show. Uh, like, Minister Tua yep. and the Seventh Sister right. uh, and now uh, Je- uh, Governor Price. Governor Price, who's, yeah. Oh, my God. She is great. Yeah. She's great. I love Governor Price. Um, but especially, uh, I mean, they brought back Ahsoka Tano. Like, Scott, <sighs> stop. Like, to me, it is unbelievable that there are people who identify as Star Wars fans who, like, never had her in their right. lives. right. It's is Ahsoka going from snips in the Clone Wars yeah. to, to uh, for me uh, it, it's a top five Star mm-hmm. Wars character yeah um, and and played out so well and so 
satisfying, but yes. bittersweet yep. and traumatic and sad, but good to have that character back in such a <clears throat> great way. Yeah, I, I mean, she's incredible. And and that was the thing was like, I remember talking to my dad uh, after Force Awakens comes out and he was like, oh man, it's like about time we had a, a female Jedi. And I was like... I, it's really sad to me that, like, there are little girls yeah. who love Star Wars who don't know Ahsoka. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, obviously, like, bringing her back was incredible. And as you say, like, what a satisfying ending, question ending, mark, to her storyline. Um, Why and, does Sabine have that force bird on her? Yeah, uniform? yeah. Uh, I Yeah, and Sabine and Hera are just such mm. fantastic characters. I mean, for me, like, Hera is the ultimate, like... She represents everything that's great about a, like, really badass female character who is still incredibly female without Mm -hmm. being sexualized at all. Right. You know, like, there's nothing sexy about her. No, quite frankly, she's got a big pair of overalls. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing sexy about her appearance. Well, I mean, low in of herself, yeah, sexy and command woman. But yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, she's not wearing a halter top. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm ready for combat, She's very sexy as an in-command woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But But to me, like, because she, she is this incredibly, like, nurturing right. sort of motherly mother character sure, but yeah. still a total badass right. and like all of the stuff with her and her father um Shansandula right. and like going back home like it's so great and Sabine it's a similar kind of thing with mm-hmm. her like leaving Mandalore and like her encounters with like Catalonio, who was another great like one-off female character who was right. Gina Torres it was amazing right. um so yeah i mean it's just like I think that all of the characters in Star Wars, I think the number one thing about Star Wars Rebels in general is that there are all of these incredibly compelling characters, right. uh, which is fantastic. And I remember watching that first uh, TV special, mm-hmm. um, Spark of Rebellion, and thinking, this is the first time that Star Wars has been completely in the hands of Disney. Right. And I'm really excited because. Yeah. All of the characters who we were primarily following were original characters. Right. And I thought they were interesting and I cared about them. Mm-hmm. In Clone Wars, you got a lot of characters you knew from prequels. Right. Um, and so I think that Rebels has done just a tremendous job of introducing all of these new characters. And I mean, you feel, I mean, again, like just going back to Hera, like she's a commander. Like mm-hmm. she's one of the people that's, like, bringing this rebellion together. Uh, she is, and she's in charge of this crew. It's her crew. Even Kanan has yeah. to kind of answer to her. I uh, I love the relationship between her and Kanan, which yeah. is... Yeah, uh, oh my you, God, you know, me too. They spend a lot of time together. We'll yeah. see where their and story I, goes. And I like yeah. the relationship between she and Sabine, too. Every time yeah. they have a team-up episode, well, I get super and, excited. And Sabine and is, a, is a great character that is growing in stature and importance. Yes, yes. Importance to the Star Wars Agreed. story. No, exactly. Like, she started off as, like... This chick with cool hair and armor who, yeah, like, yeah. blew shit up. And yeah. now it's like, whoa. Yeah. What's going on with the Mandalorian stuff and, and yes. Darksaber and her place and, and what. And her mother. Her and, mother. Yeah. All these kind of yeah. things. Um, it's interesting to see. Because I think early on there was there was a little bit of that. Where mm-hmm. it was like, hey, we give, we're giving you this uh, this character. She's different. She's independent. She's got her hair painted a different color. And uh, yeah. we'll get mm-hmm. to her later. Yeah. And now that it's later and yeah. we're here, um, again, if you're not watching. And you're listening at this point. We're spoiling stuff I, 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 again, but yeah, she is like Ahsoka, mm-hmm. where 
it is weird that people don't know Ahsoka and our yeah. Star Wars fans. Ahsoka is important to the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I always talk on Force Center, crawling into that Star Wars nerd bubble. Ahsoka is important to the Star Wars story, and it's become apparent and has been for a little bit, but now it's in front of us mm-hmm. that Sabine has some weight and importance to the Star she Wars story. She definitely does. She definitely does. And I and again, just want to like give another shout out to like the lady villains because mm-hmm. we don't get to see so many lady villains in sure. the uh, in the films. No, right. Um, I mean, th- they sort of exist, and and there were certainly lady villains in Clone Wars as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I like to see that tradition sort of carried on into um, Rebels as well. Obviously, I loved the Seventh Sister. She was great. She, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar doing a great job and voicing she, her. And it was really interesting with her and the Fifth Brother. Right. Where like she was clearly the brains of that operation. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big lunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, and then this season, Governor Price. Yeah. Because we don't see, and again, like, we we talked about this a little earlier, that, like, no, it's questionable whether this is, like, really whatever right. happen old empire-wise. Yeah, the, yeah, for the, the belief, we can talk about it. It's a, it's a good topic. We can go in deep, but it's like, uh, 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 the Empire, you grow up mm-hmm. as a Star Wars fan knowing that the, especially if you read, if you read the, the Timothy Zahn Thrawn yes. trilogy. Yes, yes. The importance, one of the important aspects of Thrawn is that he's an alien species that rose in mm-hmm. the ranks. And the emperor himself, not a big fan of aliens and women. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it's great. Ray Sloan is an example of a, of a yes. great character. I think we're seeing more of it yeah. in, in the comics and books. So Governor Price is great. It's awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Oh it, no, it, not it, at all. At first, all. it was like, well, I don't think Palpatine well, and I, would I, love I it. I just like can't. I cannot wait to see like what her plan is. Like I'm right. like, is she really like? In cahoots with Ron, or does like she think she's secretly in charge, in charge. there? Like she's oh yeah. god, she's a great character. She's great, and the Seventh Sister is a great example to me too of uh, of um, uh, of a really kind of pure evil female character. Because yes. I would like to see on screen at some point a dark Jedi or Sith I that's totally that's a female. Totally agree. Because we got them in uh, in Clone Wars too. Right, 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 right. Like I'd, I'd like to see that. Like there's you know if if. Uh, Something happens with Snoke um, and Kylo Ren, like in in nine. Give me a give me a big uh, big baddie that's a female yeah, Sith or something. Yeah, like I, that. Would lo- I would I, love. I, I'd to be see on board that for that. Screen. And you get to see it a little bit with the Seventh Sister. She's great. It's great. So yeah. that is definitely a reason to watch Star Wars Rebels. There's a lot lot of stuff out there. And if you're listened and you're still not on the fence, you tweet us and you 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 will give you more. Reasons. Yeah, we'll convince you. It's so good. Yeah. You should be watching it. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, I'll make my jokes about the puffer pigs, but every <laughs> week I tune into Rebels uh, wanting and hoping and knowing I'm going to get something good that will expand the Star Wars universe. Emma, uh, this is a great discussion. Yes. Your list was awesome. Thank you. I enjoyed your list as well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, you are you are a Rebels expert. You know your way around the Rebels universe and uh, so glad to have you here for this discussion. Uh, if you have your own, if you're a fan of Rebels and you want to add to our list, just go on Twitter and use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. You can follow me at Catnapsock and the Force Center podcast feed itself at Force Center Pod. You can follow Emma Fife at her name, Emma Fife with 60% Fs in the name. Uh, of course, Emma, you have your other podcast mm-hmm. that you do. Tell the folks where they can find yeah, that. Yeah, so I do a Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, it is called Love and Justice. Uh, you can find it on iTunes uh, if you just look for Sailor Moon in the podcast section of the iTunes store. Uh, we do host it on Podbean, however, who also has a really good app for yeah. uh, streaming podcasts. So. Cool. 
You can find it there, too. I know <laughs> it well. So uh, that is uh, Star Wars Rank for this time. We'll see you for some other things. But don't forget, if you're on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review to the show. We are on Podomatic and Stitcher as well. So that is it. That is Star Wars Ranked. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.